11th of April 2020, and the title of this episode is RPG News and New RPGs. Well, I'd been resisting that almost symmetrical podcast episode for weeks and weeks, but here we are. It's a lovely holiday weekend in Scotland, but the lockdown continues, and so we remain inside. Let's kick off by talking about some of the things you can do inside. This coming Thursday, Amy Vorpal will run a remarkable D&D game on Twitch. Felicia Day and the cast of the Guild are reuniting for a one-off charity effort. The twist? They won't be role-playing as themselves. They'll be role-playing while playing their geeky characters from the Guild. Good luck, Amy. Due to the lockdown, the Origins Game Fair is moving to October, and the original June slot has been replaced by Origins Online. That's a new online-only version of Origins. So, if, like me, you're interested in taking part in one of these huge game fairs, but have no interest in travelling thousands of miles to attend, then this is a great opportunity. On a similar note, the 2020 Hugo Award nominees have been announced, and Conzealand, the event at which the winners would have been announced, has also become a virtual convention. As has become a recent tradition, there are a few freebies to mention, but while we're talking about things you can do online, then let's also point out the free Doctor Who audiobooks from Big Finish. Actually, they call these downloads audio dramas because there's a full cast involved. Big Finish is a company that dominates the extended Doctor Who universe, and if you're quick, The Innocent might still be free. The Innocent is a war Doctor story, set at a time at which the Dalek fleet is making its final push on Gallifrey. Okay, let's talk about some new RPGs and RPG news. Hunters Entertainment are busy with their successful Altered Carbon Kickstarter and RPG, but that doesn't mean they're not too busy to finally get started on Werewolf the Apocalypse. As a reminder, Modiphius has a vampire license after the owners, Paradox, awarded it to them and moved White Wolf into a management of the World of Darkness role. Why? Well, White Wolf made some mistakes in finding that sweet spot between the edgy darkness vampire needs and not making money off actual human suffering. Paradox has awarded the license to make the 5th edition of Werewolf to Hunters. At the start of the week, Hunters dropped subtle hints about the forthcoming news, mentioning the Whispers of Luna, and then, by the end of the week, we had a writer's video with a diverse team talking about why the game is special to them. And yeah, I've heard some people write it off as a low-budget effort, but it worked for me. It was heartfelt and natural, and isn't that appropriate for Werewolf? Another new game that came out this week also has a Modiphius connection. Wesker Publishing, Devil's Run RPG, and that's a game based on the board game of the same name, uses Modiphius's 2D20 system, and it's the first third-party game to do so. However, you can also use Savage Worlds to play if that's your preference. There's a free quick start for Devil's Run available too, if you fancy a cautious look before splashing the cash on the full RPG. And let's go for a Modiphius hat trick and talk about the Dishonored RPG. I reviewed it this week, and it felt like I was trying to tiptoe around tripwires. Simply put, some people are disappointed, and they've been very angry vocal about it. What's the problem? 
Well, it seems like the first digital offering had some significant errors in it. Modifius's errata notes say that early drafts got caught up with the final. We're on to version 3, I think, so far, and that's good. Modifius is fixing things despite being hampered by the lockdown. The game isn't due to reach the printers until the end of the month, so these fixes are coming in time. The biggest problem that I could see was that the slim collection of void powers sometimes needed you to spend more void points than you were allowed to. That's now fixed. I've never played the Dishonored computer game. I remember the trailers looking very interesting though and I wanted to play. And so my main concern as I downloaded the tabletop RPG was whether it could recreate that Dishonored world for me and capture that whale oil punk vibe. I think it does. That said, I would prefer to play the game rather than GM it, at least until I know the computer games. Dishonored, though, is a streamlined system that favours story over crunch. Despite my concerns about tripwires and saying something that might provoke angry responses, I like the game, and I said so in the review. If you're not up for learning a new system, perhaps like those Devil Run fans who will pick Savage Worlds as their rules engine, then why not check out Crystal Heart? Crystal Heart is a pay-what-you-want Savage World setting now on DriveThruRPG. It's based on the popular webcomic, which you can read for free, or which you can pay what you want and download the collective graphic novels from Drive-Thru Comics. The setting is one in which people have traded their hearts for crystals, and this gives them special powers. So if you're a Savage World GM looking for rules around magic crystals, then I imagine Crystal Heart will be full of goodies and inspiration. The last new RPG that I want to talk about in the time that we've got hasn't yet properly been announced. It's called Those Dark Places, and it will use the One Dice Determined Success system. That's a single D6. Osprey Publishing, that's the Bloomsbury company now doing RPGs, hasn't officially said anything about the game. However, Jonathan Hicks, the designer, has. Those Dark Places will be a sci-fi game about how scary and dangerous travelling in cramped metal tubes through the expanses, how space stations are death traps, and just how claustrophobic everything is. In RPG news, and perhaps this overlaps into the whole new RPG for you territory, the Bundle of Holding has a Godbound deal. Godbound is a game from Kevin Crawford. He's the man who did Stars Without Number, and it's set around the Fall of Heaven, with the PCs as new gods, or godbound, left to deal with angry angels, the remains of parasitic old gods, and monsters, all the while trying to forge a new and better world. There's a bit of D&D news too. Wizards of the Coast have released some freebies for the game, and they've been adding to that collection every day. They've also released four different sets of errata. Rules have been updated for the Player's Handbook, Out of the Abyss, Mordecai's Tome of Foes, and Xanathar's Guide to Everything. So, if you have any of those books, they're probably out of date. Pop over to Wizards to get the PDF update, or follow the link in the show notes to Geeknator's coverage of the story. And there, you'll find links to all the updates you need. In the miniatures game category, the big news is that Osprey is making Frostgrave a free download. For now. No, you can't download the miniatures, so you'll have to use stand-ins, but this is a fantastic chance to see what makes Frostgrave such a popular game. In Frostgrave, 
Wizards leads teams of experts into the remains of an ancient city. They're searching for treasure and knowledge from a civilization that came before. And this often means fighting to get to it. Another bit of news from the miniatures and board game section of the hobby isn't so good. Authorities have suspended trading in Simon. Cool minis or not, was once a site where people rated each other's paint jobs. Kickstarter helped turn them into a very successful publisher of games. However, auditors seem to be very unhappy with the state of the company's record-keeping and finances. There are three problems that we know about, and one of them is, what's this 1.5 million for? That's a good question, and the auditors don't seem to have got a good response from Simon. The second problem seems to be around prepayment. Uh Uh-oh, that sounds dangerous. But I've saved the worst for last. Simply put, the auditors have flagged Simon as a going concern. As far as I understand it, that's auditors speak for big problems. Frankly, it doesn't look good for the company. But I didn't want to leave the board game section on a downer, so let me quickly point out that Asmodee have created a whole microsite around free downloads. You can now get six of their games as print-and-play distractions for the kids. The games are Drixit, Double, Combo Collar, Unlock, Cortex and Timeline. Now some of those games have different names depending on which part of the world you're in. So if you've got board kids and a good printer, it's worth digging into the story. To finish off, let's talk about the remarkable Art Breeder. Art Breeder is a free website that makes portraits. And it makes portraits in numerous styles, from photographs to anime. You can mix two pictures together. For example, uploading a dwarf image and a ranger image to get the likeness of a dwarf ranger. That's just the start. See, Art Breeder uses AI or machine learning to understand things. Well, kind of. Like eyes and hair and age and ethnicity. So you can toggle things like, now make the ranger older, or add more hair, and the illustration will adapt accordingly. Please though, don't use pictures you don't have rights for. Anything created by Art Breeder becomes public use, but it's free. That's it for this week, we'll speak later, and in the meantime, please keep well, safe and inside.